Numbers on the Boards, presented by Bedgear. I'm Bobby Corella. Joining me is Skin Wade. We are at American Airlines Center on Wednesday night after the Mavs 113-97 win over the Denver Nuggets, which was probably rightfully overshadowed by the development of one of the biggest, most, I guess, unbelievable. I don't really know how to describe it. We will, we'll try in a minute. But one of the, one of the most unreal stories uh, that the NBA has probably ever seen. Yeah, and we're in the middle of a surreal scene. We're right outside the postgame set. Said and I just finished the last Mavs Live for the foreseeable future. Uh, we'll see how this all unfolds. But as you were sitting there saying that, I was just thinking about times in my life where I felt uncertainty because uh, that's I'm just overwhelmed with the uncertainty. And quite frankly, the last time I felt like this was uh, sitting at uh, getting ready for a four-hour Spanish class at University of North Texas, watching what was happening with the, uh, the 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 towers in New York. Now it's obviously a very different situation, but just in terms of, well, this is a really uncharted area that we're entered entering into, you know. And I think there's people have a lot of different emotions about this, and I think they're all valid. I'm hoping that people don't freak out about it because I don't think there's a reason to freak out. There's a reason to be cautious and to be smart and to see what we can do to contain something we really don't know about yet. But what I'm hopeful of is that, uh, you know, I think more than likely it'll be like two to three weeks. We'll see that this is hopefully not as uh, terrifying as, as uh, we had maybe initially thought and that it is a virus that we can get over and, and move on with our lives. But right now we're just sorting through the uncertainty of it all. Yeah, so right off the top, the NBA did the right thing. Yes. They made the right choice. So Absolutely. If, if you've been following Woj or anybody that, that is kind of an, a news reporter on that level these last few days, the discussion has quickly shifted from, you know, should some teams play in empty gyms to should all teams play in empty gyms. And then now with a, a Utah Jazz player testing positive for coronavirus, it was immediately we have got to stop this because right. – one guy gets it, they play against a team, those guys could get it. Those teams play against teams, those guys could get it. And all of these players are interacting with team staff like you and me mm-hmm. and said, and the people at the office and Rick Carlisle who has a family, who has a daughter, who's got friends. I mean, and that's how things like this spread. So right. I think that's why they were initially saying hey, empty gems because we don't want to put the public at risk. But now that players are at risk too, it's we're not doing it anymore. And, and that, that – mandate came down in the middle of a game yeah and it's very weird man i mean it's it was weird being in the building I'm it not was why it was it was very strange how it happened and and how it kind of developed very quickly over the course of five or ten minutes just right in the middle of this game that was on national tv and obviously with you being on the call and with me being in the press box neither of us watched on espn but if you were out of town watching on espn i'm really curious what was being said i mean how do you talk about this game whenever this news is coming down it's one of the most surreal things that i could imagine it is and uh and it's 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 scary because of the uncertainty but i do have this underlying feeling as i've paid attention to what's going on in the other parts of the world and you know the thing that we know for sure is terrifying is widespread you know pandemic puts a huge strain on the infrastructure of your medical system right And, you know, obviously things continue to happen that are normal medical issues like heart attacks and strokes and all these things normally happen if we have all this focus on a virus that uh, may or may not be deadly. I mean, I think if you're looking at the initial results, 
it's obviously deadly for some folks that have compromised immune systems and you hate for anybody to have to deal with that but maybe not the there's plenty of people that have already emerged on the other side of this mm. which leads you to believe all right this could feel a little bit more like a common sickness it's just right now it's spreading crazy and we don't have a history with it right so that that's what the fear becomes but a lot of times the fear is about the unknown and once we know more those fears subside we have to get through it and then be resilient yeah, and move unfortunately on unfortunately for us i mean there are countries like china and uh italy is going through it right now and yes. apparently it's getting pretty bad in italy but just with the number of those affected but it's just now getting to america and so right. i think it's gone quickly from something that we joked about on twitter to something that's happening in real life and it's developing so quickly that none of us really know about it but it's taking off so it just becomes this this panic yeah uh and and it's affecting hospitals what's going to affect hospitals continue affecting them it's going to affect the economy and obviously it's going to affect the nba which is affecting a lot of people's lives your life my life um the people that work at the arena yep. is often their only job or maybe they work two jobs to make ends meet and and fortunately I, did cuban say it on the broadcast with you or was it on espn that he said that they're going to do something for arena so employees. I, I believe he hinted at it on ESPN and then talked about it on the post game. Uh, okay. You know, there was a, a media, there was a, a podium up there, and he addressed the media okay. all at one time and had said, you know, we've already looked into what we can do for hourly employees and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, because that's a lot of people are going to be affected by this, man. And and back to your point about it kind of becoming a, pa a pandemic. I mean, a pandem pandemonium, like. Medically speaking, yes, it's a pandemic because this is a very serious issue, but I think what's important for, we're not medical professionals, but if you're listening to this, just be vigilant. Like Monitor yeah. your own, everyone knows their own body, and right. so if you start feeling sick or if you start feeling weird, especially if you've been traveling lately or around other people who are sick, um, just be responsible. And if you aren't feeling sick, be responsible. Just, yeah. just take care of yourself, take care of people around you. And even if this is only something that affects people that have weak immune systems or, or elderly people, first off, they matter too. But secondly, it doesn't matter. Freak, freak incidents happen all the time. So right. it's just something that you're better off just, just – you got to take care of yourself. That's, my wife that's really is, what happens. My wife is really worried about me because I have asthma. But So does my dad. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like I, always, I generally feel very healthy even though I have asthma, right? Yeah. Uh, and there's maybe – you know, once a year where something flares up. I mean, I'm hell, I'm almost 50 now, right? I'm, I'll be turning 49 in May. So um, I've managed it pretty, you know, I've played sports. I've managed it pretty well, you know, my whole life. But uh, I do think about those things, but I'm like, there's just so many people that are dealing with, I mean, think about the way. Did you know that uh, I believe it was Michael Malone that said Courtney Kirkland, the NBA official, yep. has it? Because, well, he officiated – the Utah's game the other night. I would assume because of the nature of the NBA that a ton of people in the NBA have it. Yeah, or like are going to. Are going to get it. Yeah. Like, it's happening. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if either you or I got this because we are yeah. around NBA people yeah. all the time. Which is kind of scary, especially because, um, for me, I was in San Antonio the other night with the Mavs. Mm -hmm. Well, last night, I guess. We spent two days there. So... You look at, all right, well, if someone on the Jazz has it, okay, who have they played lately? Who have the Spurs played lately? Who did the Spurs' previous opponent play lately? And I'm right. tracking this during the game, like in the middle of the third quarter while Boban is having the game of his life. I'm like, 
how many degrees removed am I from the Utah Jazz right now? Right. I mean, it's it's a kind of a it's kind of a scary thing. And we have a um, a full staff meeting tomorrow at nine at our office. So apparently, you know, games are canceled for the foreseeable future, suspended, whatever. Uh, but team activities are not. That's what Rick Carlisle said. But I don't know what's going to happen with the front office. I mean, I I don't know. I think you guys are going to have a massive Skype. Yeah, <laughs> just. They're, they're just, they're no, just we're, we're meeting at, at the office. And okay, then, it's and, happening. Yeah, and then I don't know what's going to happen after that. But, I mean, yeah, there's there's people like you and me all around the country that are – we got to kind of take care of ourselves. Absolutely. For the next few days at least. And then, you know, I, you and I are not – I read a biology book when I was 14, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a textbook, but – Pretty good read. I've, well, yeah, it was, it was no, yeah. actually, oh, okay. I hated it. Okay. I hated it. But uh, if everybody does the right thing and if things stay under control, then I don't think that this will be a very long process. I think I really think that we'll be playing NBA. I'm optimistic that we'll be playing NBA games in three weeks. Yeah, I be- certainly hope so. Because I think what that'll do is it'll kind of have the 14 day period, uh, and you know the NBA will. Everyone will have their distance from one another, and then that gives another week. And it, this is going to be going on for months. I have a buddy that's involved in some planning stuff, and he's like, yeah, I, I really think it's going to hit the Dallas area hard in late March, early April, you know, just the way that these things move. But that, those are predictions. Yep. Um, it's going to hit. It's going to hit. I mean, yep. it's absolutely going to hit. It's inevitable. Uh, wh- how, how much of a strain does it put on – just the the medical our medical facilities and how quickly will there be plenty of people that can recover in the comfort of their own home and and then once it's you know run its course hopefully. get back out in the world hopefully obviously yeah. you know and uh but it's going to be a it's going to be a weird time man not even related to the NBA but um again panic is the worst thing i think that anybody can do because that's just going to stress you out and is going to convince you that you're sick, and that's going to be even worse. Right. The last thing that we need is for people to just be living, I don't know, living in fear. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, uh, we, it, you know, I look, I think all these reactions are valid. Uh, and, and, again, the only reference point I can really go to is, you know, I remember when 9-11 happened thinking, is this going to happen every other day? Mm. Is, are, is it about to be? You know, are we fighting terrorists every day in our own country? And like you, you just have whenever the unknown is there, you have a flood of emotions and a flood of reactions to stuff. Um, And generally, uh, people are resilient and they fight through these things and and we emerge on the other side. And so I would just encourage everybody not to freak out, just to listen to what the CDC and the World Health Organization and people are saying, do what you're told. And then we'll get through this in a couple of weeks. Beautifully said. And you're a strong guy, Skin, so if you get it, I know you'll Oh yeah, much stronger than me. I'm going to do push-ups while getting it. That's my plan. Oh, wow. Gonna, yeah. that's, that's incredible. Is that bold? Yeah. So, uh, okay, uh, how it relates to basketball. Uh, again, this is the night of the Mavs game. The NBA season was suspended an hour ago. So right. you and I have no idea what's going on. But um, suspension does not mean cancellation. Right. Or postponed i mean suspended means we're taking a break yes so i i don't know what is going to happen on the other side of this i don't know if it's one week two weeks three weeks a month i'm assuming there will be basketball played the nba would not end its season without a playoffs 
Um, that's I just don't believe that that would happen unless things get really bad. It, which, look, I'll t- which I, hopefully if, it doesn't. If it gets to that point, we're not going to care about basketball. Yeah, that's true. That, that's that's, that's absolutely true. But um, yeah. So if if it's in two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Now I don't know. The Mavericks' record is what forty and twenty six. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to play all sixteen games. I don't know if they're going to play any games. We might just skip right ahead to playoffs. Uh, we might play a condensed schedule like after the lockout where you don't play all 82 games. Maybe teams just play five or ten of them. Uh, maybe teams play all of them and you work out the logistics. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe there will be like two or three exhibition games and then we j- – I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, anything could happen. Um, obviously, we will keep you updated on that as that information comes to us. But um, this is a pretty unprecedented situation for basketball. Now, baseball went through this. Uh, when 9-11 happened, and I believe the NFL may have yeah. skipped yes. a week. I'm not sure. Um, I know MLB went through this in uh, the 40s after Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. and, and, and during World War II. There were some schedule changes, um, and I'm not sure what happened in 1918. That was the year of the influenza uh, situation. This is obviously way before the NBA. So this Zed, is- Zed mentioned games got suspended when uh, Kennedy was assassinated. I obviously oh, okay. don't. Okay. Yeah, I mean that that's around for that during every during everybody's yeah. basketball and football. Right. Um and you know, I mean we we saw some games get postponed when Kobe passed away. Uh, that's a month and a half ago. This has been a really pretty it's bad It's been a lot. 2020's been a tough year, man. It's but, been a lot. Um so I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh we will keep you updated on that as it as it comes down, but just know that if everything is relatively okay, and again, that's relatively speaking, then there will be basketball again soon. And mm-hmm. uh, if that happens, then, you know, in the most twisted whatever way possible, strictly relating to the Mavs, a couple weeks off might do them some good, honestly. There's, in addition to aches and pains, there's a bug going around the team. It's yeah. not that. I'm it's, not going to lie, COVID, man. When but it, it yeah. is it's, – it's a bug. And when, that when, happens all the time. But – for it to happen right now is obviously troubling. When when Luca got sick and then Tim Hardaway Jr. was listed with illness, my first thought was, what? And Michael Kidd Gilchrist yep. and Willie Cauley-Stein have both missed it all within the same few days. But I was talking to um, somebody on the MAF staff yesterday, and he said it's just been going around. I had it. A bunch of other people have had it. So um, I think it's just one of those upper respiratory. But obviously that, you know, yeah, you always want to be careful. So, Absolutely. Um, a couple weeks away from playing games gets everybody around the league. There are a lot of injuries right now. And so taking a break, getting everybody back to 100% could end up just being good for the NBA just in general. My uh, son's approach to his life is basically to be quarantined in his room playing Fortnite all the time anyway. <laughs> so he's probably in thinking this is the greatest thing. I'm not too far behind him, man. Yeah. And, and we'll see. I mean, I don't know if I'll be working from the office or from my apartment. But either way, I need to go to the grocery store. But that's another thing, man. Shopping at the grocery store is going to be brutal when this thing really gets going. So yep. just make sure that you're prepared for anything. Absolutely. Um, can we touch on this tonight's game real quick? Yeah. Just for some basketball? I loved what Rick said because when he said I was like, man, I hadn't thought about this. He said one of the greatest wins he's ever been around. He said that, and I like stopped what I was doing whenever mm-hmm. he said that. Because they, they found out something shocking and then went out there and went against the grain – of, I mean, so they're the only team in the league without a three-game losing streak, mm. the only one, and they prevented that tonight without Porzingis and without Seth Curry and without Dorian Finney-Smith. On the second night of a back-to-back second against night. one of the top five teams in the league. They were money down the stretch. All these things we've been talking about, they defied all those things, 
And so I agree, you know, I mean, I don't know what all Rick's gone through. But anyways, I, I when he said that, I was like, wow, that really puts it in perspective. The enormous nature of what they were having to compartmentalize and go out there and play basketball. And These guys knew about it. Oh, yeah. They knew about it. And yes. I'm sure the Nuggets knew about it, too. And when something they like did. that is hanging in the air, some weird things can happen. And so maybe that did affect the Nuggets. I don't know. But it, it did not affect the Mavs. Right. Boban was incredible in this game. He was awesome. DeLon Wright was so good. Those two and J.J. made some plays in the mm-hmm. second half, too. Those guys off the bench came in and totally changed the complexion of the game. Obviously, Boban, 30-15 games this millennium. It's Boban, Luka, Dirk, and Antoine Walker. <laughs> and that's, that's what we're – I mean, <laughs> it's a very funny foursome there. But uh, Boban was amazing. I yeah. mean, he was, he was awesome. And they just made it work, man. They, they found a way. I walked into the arena tonight, not an ounce of me – I might get in trouble for saying this, believed that they were going to win the game. I thought for sure the Nuggets were going to win. They've been off. They played on Monday. They've been sitting here waiting for the Mavs. Mavs went down to San Antonio last night and, frankly, took a big, fat, ugly L to the Spurs. I hated the way we played in the fourth quarter. It was bad, Bad effort. And, and frankly, that and body language and frustration. And that's the kind of thing that can boil over to the next games uh, for, for a week. I mean, that can derail your season. Yep. And, and I don't want to overstate just one loss because there have been many, many worse losses than that. But that was a, that was a bad one. It, was, uh, it took a lot of resiliency to get this one, and they got it. Yeah, and, and they started in a hole. They were down, what, 19-13? They were what? down like 11-5. I mean, the, the Nuggets came out and hit some shots and smacked them right in the face. And they had that great third quarter with Jamal Murray and Barton. They could miss. I, did, uh, I was filling in for Dana tonight, so I did halftime, which I normally don't do, as said. And I was joking going, 11 and 7 from Boban. Man, if he can give us 22 and 14, we'd be cooking. <laughs> so instead he gave us 31 and 17. Yeah, they needed they needed the 31. He had 16 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was you know what it was? 16 and, this, and 8. This made me very very happy. Some of it was on pick and roll, some of it was on putbacks from threes, but so much of so many of his points came from guys like Luca and Delon attacking the basket, mm-hmm. even if they miss a layup, whatever, miss a tough shot, they either dump it off to him or just throw it up and go let him get it. Yeah, so often, and a lot of this is fatigue and and really good defense, whatever you can say, whatever you want about the way opponents play the Mavs in crunch time, but so much of their crunch time offense this season has been jump shots. And they were able to get into the lane and attack the basket. And Boban was just able to outmuscle everybody, including Jokic, who looks so small compared to Boban. It's nuts. It's, an, it's insane. But yeah. Boban was just able to control the offensive boards, and that changed the game. It did. Uh, just an extraordinary night. Luca, of course, was, you know, Luca. You take him and for granted already. Boy, some of these shots at Tim Hardaway Jr. hits. And then the DeLon Wright steals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he had some really big steals and some big pockets. Yeah, just, and and he had a really big offensive rebound at one point mm-hmm. that led to a foul. Uh, ran the floor very well. Had yep. a few really nice plays on the fast break. I mean, this was a game for him. I think the Nuggets kind of like the Nuggets play at a really good pace and a really good style for him because nothing is too quick. Everything is very contained. And in those situations where guys are making cuts, guys are playing out of the post. He's very good at just jumping in the way, coming out of nowhere and surprising you and getting a hand in the passing lane, swatting you from behind, running the floor. Um, this, they, they, it really matches, I think, his play style and kind of lends credence to the way the whole team plays. Everybody thinks, like, if you had to choose your first-round opponent, if the Mavs end up being six or seven, 
that it would be Denver. And I right. still hesitate to say that because Denver can execute so well. And in that building, it's very difficult to win. But And we don't uh, have a Millsap answer. Yeah, no, they don't. Even even if KP plays, or you're going big, big, you play yeah. Maxi and KP, I mean, yeah. who's coming off the bench? Right. You, know, you don't want to rely on Boban to go for 30 and 15 every right, game. Right. So, uh, or it's Jokic tough. to get two fouls early. Yeah. And, I mean, Barton and Murray had big third quarters and then kind of went cold after that and, yeah. and you can't count on that happening Gary Harris went ice cold too so this was a it was a 16 point win but by no means were they in control of this game until really the final couple minutes so um I'm, I'm still reluctant to say yeah bring on the nuggets but these teams usually play very close games and have for a few years now so I think it would be a very fun series that would go at least probably six maybe maybe the distance yeah and win, uh but. you know I, I look and go well, I think this team could still get to four it's gonna take a lot it, yeah. But when play resumes, they're going to be healthy. Because yeah, they're, I think, three games in the loss column behind OKC and Houston. Mm-hmm. And there's the Mavs have 16 games left. These other teams have like 19 or 20. Now, again, on the other side of this, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know if the NBA can find a way to make everybody play the same number of games. Right. I, I don't know. I, it's going to be very interesting. But we do know that now the Mavs' magic number, I think, is down to six maybe seven, depending mm-hmm. on tiebreakers. I mean, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. And that was that the was goal. always the goal. Anything yeah. that happens beyond that is honestly gravy. Yep. And if they play games like they did tonight, then they'll be competitive. If they play games like they did last night, they will not be. So that's really what it comes down to. Well, the next time we do one of these, Bob, we'll, uh, I think will be better times and more optimistic for everybody. I, I, I really I, – I'm not just saying this in some blind hope kind of way, just looking at – what has happened in the rest of the world and the way that these things progress, a lot of people are going to get sick. Mm. A lot of people are going to get sick. The vast, vast, vast majority of the, those people, I believe, are going to get better. Mm. And then once these people get better, our lives will resume. The economy will get back closer to where it was. And these initial fears will, will, be, uh, will subside. And this is tough. It's tough on everybody. But I don't think we have to be doomsday scenario people. I yep. just don't think we need to go there yet. Yeah, and I mean, at the same time, though, it's it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a very sad time for us in in our lifetime. I'm sure if if things get if things continue progressing, because a, a lot of people will lose people that they love. But yes. at, at the same time, some there are measures, precautionary measures that we can all take to help prevent that from happening. Yep. And and it's up to each and every single one of us. It's up to you. It's up to me. If you start feeling weird, seek help, like seek medical attention if you need it. Otherwise, stay home. I mean, it is every single one of us can make a difference when it comes to this. So we just need to do the right thing. Yeah. Do the right thing. Take it day by day and just, hey, maybe treat everybody with a little more respect and and suddenly things might uh, things might change. But, yeah, hope we talk again soon, man. I hope we talk again soon. All right. We will. It'll be good. Yeah. Numbers on the boards, Bobby. Yep. Until then, we will see you all. See you.